I'm Joe Haddo and this is our series of interviews with the Theakston's Old Peculiar Crime Novel of the Year Award, Long List Ease. Produced and created by Harrogate International Festivals in partnership with Theakston's Old Peculiar, WH Smith's and The Express. And it's great to have you with us. Today I'm joined by an author who won the Daily Telegraph writing competition back in 2015 and has since published four novels. Here to talk about Smoke and Ashes, his third novel, it's Abir Mukherjee. Hello! Hi, Joe. How are you keeping? I'm really well, mate. It's lovely to see you uh, and your display behind you of, <laughs> of uh, books and yeah. trinkets. Well, this is it. You know, everyone's got like books. I've, I've, got, I've got whiskey. I've got, I'm a borderline <laughs> alcoholic. Well, looks of things, aren't I? My, my book is here. My book collection. Very good. Very I have good. My drinks are here. <laughs> yeah. I have my priorities right, Joe. <laughs> you do indeed. And I've seen a lot of authors sat in front of their bookshelves for these interviews, but no one has yet sat in front of their booze shelf. So, well, there you are. One, <laughs> one of my booze shelf. That's just that's just S to W. <laughs> yeah. um, there's A to L over there, and M to <laughs> and whatever. Some, and some special rarities. You know, <laughs> yes. yeah. um, how has uh, lockdown been for you? Are you keeping well? Do you know what? I can't complain. It's been, you know, compared to what a lot of people have been going through, um, we've been very lucky. I think authors generally have an advantage in that nobody likes us and we don't, you know, get on with anybody and we're shy and retiring. Um, but, you know, and you know, lockdown is probably our natural state. Um, but to be honest, you know, having the kids and, and my wife around longer has been great. Um, we didn't think it would be. We were worried at first that it was going to be, you know, pretty tough. But it's, yeah. I mean, once you adjust to it, it's, we've been very lucky. Yeah. Um, and, and we can't complain. We're out there every Thursday clapping, uh, generally at nine in the morning, long time for anybody else, just to wake people up. <laughs> because that's, that's what we do. Um, You're those but, kind of neighbours. Yes, out with the pots and pans. Come on, if we're not sleeping, neither are you. Um, so yeah, no, lockdown has been, it's been okay. It's been okay. Good, um, good. And congratulations on being long-listed for the award. And as I said, this is for you. your third novel, because since the publication of this one, you've, you've got another one out. That's right, that's right. I mean, just churning them out. <laughs> um, but we're, I wouldn't go that far. Yeah, <laughs> well, we're talking about smoke and ashes today, though, which is which is the book that appears on on the long list, um, and it's part of your Sam Wyndham series. So, for those who may not have read any of your books before, perhaps you could tell us a little bit about Sam and about this story. Sure, um, my books are set in 1920s India, uh, and they feature a British detective called Sam Wyndham, who goes out to India after the First World War, um, generally because it's a slightly better alternative to suicide. Um, and he, he teams up with an Indian sergeant called Surendranath Banerjee, um, but none of his British uh, colleagues can pronounce his name, so he's known as Surendranath. Um, and the two of them really are, well, I, I use them to explore the history of that period, the, the British Empire in India, uh, because it's a period of history that I think we've, we've brushed under the carpet. Mm. Uh, so the two of them are really, you know, solving crimes against the backdrop of the last days of, of the empire, um, with lots of dead bodies on the way. <laughs> What could you want more? What more could you want than that? <laughs> exactly right. Um, we're in Calcutta and it's 1921 for this mm -hmm. novel. And your first book, um, A Rising Man, that was set in 1919, A Necessary 
evil was 1920. So um, what made you want to do this sort of chronological year by year, um, a, a, a sort of a book a year, a year a book, should I say? Um, well, well, my 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 day job before I became a writer was I'm an accountant and uh, my accounting training told me that, you know, after 1919, came 1920 and after that came 19. So, you know, it, it was, it was utilizing that training that made me want to do, you know, following the characters. Um, no, seriously, um, they're aging in real time. So Sam mm. and Surin are, are aging in real time. The series starts in 1919 and I want to follow that entire period between um, the end of the First World War and Indian independence in 1947. Um, and I thought, well, as I get older, they'll get older. And as I write, we just move it forward. Mm. I didn't re remember, though, that that's a period of about 30 years. Um, and, you know, being from Glasgow, my life expectancy is limited anyway. So um, <laughs> I might have to step it up to one every two years now, um, you know, for the sake of, you know, my own health. But, we'll yeah. <laughs> but actually, it's, it's interesting because to, to think about it, as just a year going by, okay, the next book, that's a year on, and the next book, that's a year on. But once you've got to four, as you have now, and then, and then five, actually, that difference between 1919 and 1923, it's quite, quite a lot's happened. And I suppose you have to, I mean, you enjoy the research anyway, you wanted to, to write about this period and, and this setting, but you have to know what has changed in that time to be able to, to write them like that. Absolutely. And, and it's, a, it's a good question because when I came to this, I didn't really take on board just how dramatic the changes were in this period, um, both historically, but also in the, in the relationships that would develop. So, so the relationship between Sam and Sarin, which is the, the, you know, the heart of all the novels, that's changed significantly between the, you know, the first and the fourth books. Um, it's changing even more in the fifth, uh, which I'm writing now. Um, and yes, I mean, the, the actual relationship changed a lot. I think the First World War was a bit of a watershed in many ways in terms of empire. Um, I think uh, the real spirit and the moral ascendancy had definitely gone by this point, the moral ascendancy of the British. Um, and, and you can see things changing. You see, you see things changing from year to year, from month to month. Um, and reflecting that in the books is, is great fun, actually. Yeah. We'll come and back. killing people. And killing people, of course, which is always yes. uh, purely on the page, I should purely, say. Purely. Um, I'll come back to the book in a minute, but I do want to talk about this award, of course, uh, mm -hmm. this long list and about Harrogate. Um, you're no stranger to Harrogate now, um, part of the crime writing community and, and a stalwart of the festival. Um, <laughs> and well, I'll, yeah, I think you can say that after a few years. <laughs> Um, you say I'm getting old, don't you? I'm yeah, getting, I am, yeah. I suppose I am. <laughs> <laughs> but um, on this wonderful long list that we have, um, these mm -hmm. 18 books of which you are one, um, are lots of your peers, lots of authors who you know and loved before you became a writer yourself and yeah. some of your friends. Um, so I've been asking everyone, you know, wh what have you read off of this fabulous list and, and what stood out for you? What have been some of your favourites? Well, I've, I've read four or five of these. Uh, I should have read more, but I am so far behind on everything that I, I'm not. Um, and, you know, there are some of my, I mean, I will read anything Denise Miner writes, uh, generally before it's even out. Um, so I've read Conviction and I love that. Um, same with Mick Heron, uh, Joe Country, I think was a phenomenal book. Um, 
In terms of new writers, um, there is Laura Shepard Robinson uh, with Blood and Sugar. Uh, and she's, you know, such a fantastic talent. And she's writing historical crime fiction, which is the future. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> I, would, I would recommend. <laughs> yes, the past <laughs> is the future. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, there's, it's such a strong list. I mean, there's The Whisper Man, which I think is an amazing book as well. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if there's been a, a long list this strong for a very long time. Um, well, it's amazing, isn't it? And I, yeah. I'm just honoured because I think back to five years ago and I didn't have a book out. And now I'm sitting here, a stalwart, as you say. <laughs> and I just think it's amazing, you know, some of these names, these, these greats like Val McDermott and Denise Miner, people that I've looked up to and I still sort of, you know, I, I worship basically. Yeah. Um, and I get, to, I get to be on a list with them, and that's, it's amazing. It's, it's, it's such fun. How, such uh, fun. How, how did such fun? How did it feel such when fun. you heard that you'd been longlisted? It was great. It was great. I was just like, wow. I mean, it, you know what really took my breath away was looking at the long list. Um, it, it's lovely to get <laughs> listed, but when you see the other names on that list, you think, oh, I'm in good company here. <laughs> yeah. uh, you're not too shabby. I've done all right. Sort yeah. of ticking them off as you go, oh, all yeah. right, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Up, there with, up there with them. <laughs> yeah, happy, happy with that. Um, I want to ask, going back to, to the books, um, and Smoke and Ashes in particular. Have you been to Calcutta? Because um, I know that you researched the first book a lot. Have you gone and immersed yourself in that culture? Because it feels when you're reading it like you really are, you know, like you really are there as a reader. Well, I, I, I grew up in that culture in the sense that we would go every sort of year or two years to, to India, to Calcutta, and we'd spend six weeks there. And as a kid, I would hate it. I want to come home just to have some jam and toast. But as I grew older, I, I, I grew to love it. And um, yeah, I, we'd go back regularly. The last time was um, while I was researching this book, in fact, and I was there with... Um, Val McDermott and with Graham McRae Burnett, uh, which was a fantastic trip. It was it was brilliant because um, it was great showing them around um, the city, um, and you know I, I couldn't ask for more. The I, the fact that I could go back with such great writers um, and make up stuff because that I don't know and just point it out to them. But yeah, yeah, that's that was the Viceroy's house. And Graham would be like, are you sure? It just looked like a restaurant. <laughs> oh, just trust me, trust me, it was there. It's like, you know, George Washington slept here or there. You know, it's a bit like that. So, no, it's great fun. Um, I've written down in big letters on my notes the word drugs, <laughs> uh, which yeah. I think... I'm still taking them, yes. Thank you. <laughs> which I was going to say, I don't think it's a reference to you. I think it's a oh. reference to the, um, the fact that in, in this novel in particular, you know, there's this sort of haze of opium that, that seeps off the pages. Um, and again, is that something that... <laughs> Where have you been keeping your copy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really should, ch really should check it out, actually. Goodness, what that smoke is. Um, yeah, you're taking this lock in very well, I must say. <laughs> it's why I'm looking so good on it, I think. <laughs> but was that, uh, again, something that just came from researching the time, or was it something you already knew you wanted to, to put in? Um, it sort of came... In the beginning, it came from a research, but also the fact that I needed my central character to be damaged. I needed him mm. to go to India in a damaged state, and I needed India to be his his sort of resurrection, as it were. India is what saves him, um, and and opium at the time. Opium is a very sort of intricate, is involved history with the British Empire. 
So opium was used essentially to open up the Chinese market to British imports. Um, you know, we wanted loads of tea from China and they didn't want anything we were producing. Uh, so we gave them drugs. Um, and those drugs, that opium was grown in Bengal in the area around Calcutta. And, and lots of Indians as well as the British grew rich on the trade. So I felt it right to use that as the, as the drug of choice. Um, but then I actually started researching it, and, it was, and it, the history is fascinating. Um, so I read this book by a guy called, oh, what's his name? Stephen Wright, I think his name is, an American guy who actually became hooked on opium. He, he, he was a collector of opium memorabilia, the pipes and all the stuff that went with it. And then he decided to try it. And over time, he became hooked. Um, and that was fascinating. I, I did ask my wife if I could do some more research, uh, physical research on it. Uh, but we had a discussion and we decided that I wasn't to do that. Um, so, yeah, unfortunately, it's, it's theoretical. Uh, but what we see in this book is we see Sam really hitting his lowest point almost. He, you know, he, stu- he, yeah. he stumbled into He became a morphine addict after the war and he's gradually worse in terms of his addiction. Uh, and in this book, it's pretty much, you know, he, he can't go much further and still function. Um, so, yeah, this was in that sense, this was probably the hardest to write. Uh, in terms of you know the emotional in- input into Sam. And hmm. um, finally, I just want to ask you, what does the Thixton Old Peculiar Crime Novel of the Year Award mean to you? But you know what? It means so much. It means validation by my peers. It means validation by um, the audience out there. I really hope to get onto the shortlist because I've got tankered from a couple of years ago. <laughs> from getting on the short list and I need another one because I can't drink myself, right? So I need two. So really it's about validation. It's about, you know, just it's the it's an amazing honor. And also I need that tankard. So it's about you know it's validation it's win, win, win. and it's an honor, but really it's about the tankard. Do you want to see the one I've got? Yeah. Show oh, it off. There. Straight Let's here. See, it. see this is this is what you get for getting on the short list. You get oh. a tankard. Yes. And here I've got I've got my own beer. I don't know if you can read that. That's that's death <laughs> oh, yeah. in the yeast beer. Very good. So so basically, this is what thieks. Oh, should I say that? I can't do that, can I? What? That's not fixed. Sponsored by Doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, you can't got, get that. You can't get that. Drink Thixton's okay. out of it. That's right. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. <laughs> but, but there you are. That's that's my. It's very yeah. It's very one. lovely. It's very lovely. It is, it's very, it's very, it's very, um, yeah, it's co- it, it holds copious amounts of alcohol, which is always <laughs> good. So if you want to help Abir get his second tankard by getting on the yes. shortlist, uh, yes. then you can vote for him in the shortlist. You head over to harrogatethekstoncrimeaward.com to place your vote. And we're talking about the book Smoke and Ashes. It's published by Harvel Secker. It's out now. Uh, and you can treat yourself to a copy from W.H. Smith if you haven't read it. And Please you do. mentioned, um, or I mentioned, someone mentioned your fourth book as well, which is out now. Just tell us briefly about that one. Uh, yeah, it's called Death in the East. And it's actually set the following year in 1922, as you'd uh, imagine. And um, it actually sees Sam heading off to rehab. Um, he can't afford to go to Switzerland, so he ends up in, a, in an Ayurvedic ashram in the, in the foothills of the Himalayas, um, where he sees a ghost from his past, a man he thought he, who was long dead. Um, and it's basically my 
tribute to Agatha Christie. It's a, a locked room mystery, um, but also it's it's also my take on on what it means to be British and issues of immigration and integration. Uh, and I hope you get a chance to read it, Joe. I certainly will. I've got a copy here, actually, which I'm going to treat myself to. <laughs> Propping up your table. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, yeah, it's propping up the, the opium, I think. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll dig it out soon enough. Um, Abir, it's lovely talking to you, and congratulations again on being longlisted. And I hope very soon uh, we'll be able to have a, have a drink out of two tankards. Absolutely. I look forward to it. Thank you very Thank much. You. Thank you. Thank you.